Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Yeah, it's how we do it, y'all. L G B, my straight out of Ghana, stop guys. What up to the One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considered lethal. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming is who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show out We're here, it's One Up Gaming, it's episode 149. Now, like little bitches, the rest of the team have got other things to do, and it's my goddamn birthday today. Aww. Yeah. So we've eventually managed to get a decent person, someone with a good voice anyway, the voice for radio. Well, I don't know about a decent person, but I'm here at least. Well, someone's here, that's the main thing. (laughs) Has anyone ever said that to you? You've got the voice for radio. Yeah, but you know, um, the thing about that is, if you say you've got a voice for radio, that usually means that you're, you know, bare-ass, pick, ugly otherwise. Big ugly, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, like... <laughs> it's a backhanded yeah, you... compliment. It is, it is. Like, you'd be great on the radio, but dear God, stay away from the cameras. Those lenses, <laughs> they're expensive to replace. Oh, So, I guess we got something to mention before we, you know, yeah, get this show yeah. on the road. So I would like to, I'm going to take a second and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this and mention this real quick. This week we're sponsored by Audible. So if you'd like to listen to interesting movies and books, and you know, we all do, you can try Audible for a 30 day free trial. And uh, in that, your first book or whatever you want to listen to really is free. And of course, if you don't like audiobooks, you can exchange it for another one for free. So you've really got nothing to lose here. But if you'd visit www.audibletrial.com slash O-U-G, you can get a 30-day trial. Your first book is free. And if you don't like it, exchange it for another one. So you got nothing to lose. And the benefit here is it helps us out here over, over at O-U-G Gaming. And you get something to listen to for free. And, and, and let me tell you guys, I know perhaps better than anybody what time constraints look like, right? I'm, I'm, I'm an app developer by trade. And... Uh, my deadlines are are pretty rough, <laughs> so I I don't have the time to read like I used to back when I was a, you know, living overseas the life of luxury. But but and that being said, I mean audiobooks are how I primarily consume written media these days. I mean I I just don't have time to enjoy 
the Warcraft books like I used to, but I can listen and I, and, and I listen during my commute and it really works out really well. Um, so again, try www.audibletrial.com slash O-U-G, get the 30 day trial, get your free audio book and enjoy and, and take, and you will see, you, you don't have to listen to me now. Don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself and you will see just how awesome it is to be able to consume all of this print media through your mobile device. It really is uh, a really neat experience. So www.audibletrial.com slash O-U-G. Make it happen. So anyway, that's out of the way. How you yeah, doing, so it's only taken 149 episodes before we actually get a real sponsor. Well, you know, hey, everybody's got to start somewhere. I mean, I often wonder how, you know... What, what life would be like if I were more awesome than I already am? You know, how how it would be like if I turned that shit up to 11 out of a you know, possible five? I mean, <laughs> you never know, but got to start somewhere, right? Because I mean, I've just been looking on our old like revenue sort of like adverts on Fiverr, mm-hmm. which, you know, people were paying $5 to get a little advert made. Mm-hmm. And we made over $220 which that's not very much for two, three years. Right, right. And this new sponsorship sort of deal, in two months we'll have made more than that. Well, <laughs> that's what happens when you make it the big time, boys. The big time comes a-knocking with some, with some moderately large checks. So once the podcast fees appeared and then the website fees appeared and then uh, back up the domain names and things like that, then we can start paying staff members. Oh, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that being said, what have you been playing lately, David? I'm really curious. This week... I've had time to play very little. Yeah, this week I've not really played that much. I mean, I don't know if you've played it or not, but I have at work, whenever I've got some free time, been playing Clash Royale. No, haven't touched it. Oh my god, it's one of the best games I've ever played on a mobile. Really? It is amazing. And what 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 makes it so amazing? I'm I'm really curious about this. What makes it good is I hate tower like defense games. Sure. Sure. Cuz I don't like building stuff and then protecting stuff and things like that. This right. game it only lasts for 3 minutes per game and it's a tower offense game. Like, you've got really? your three towers at the bottom, and then they've got the three towers at the top. And it's just literally, you have three minutes to try and destroy more towers than they destroy of yours. So, it's the opposite of the game genre you don't like. Yes, but there's still strategy. Like, if they send someone over, you can put people in your side of the map that'll kill their people before they get to your tower. Hmm. So, it's got the strategy mix... And I think because it's made by the people who do Clash of Clans. Oh, yeah, it, okay. It must have millions and millions of downloads because it's, it's all peer v peer game. No, it's, there's no single place, all against other people. Supercell, that's the company. Right. And you literally, even when I'm working at three o'clock in the morning, you click match and literally three, four seconds and you're in a match. Hmm. It's really good. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if it's that casual in terms of times requirement, or time requirement, I guess I could give it a shot. 
I think scenario, it, I'm just going to delete it. So, you know, and I like mean, the, most people do with my game. Oh. It's actually got all the characters from Clash of Clans in it as the, you know, your player people that you've sort of put down. Okay. So it's some. I mean, I've never played Clash of Clans, but this game, I honestly think it's probably the best mobile game ever made. Wow, that's sorry, sorry, Justin. Uh, Maybe the third best. That's better. That's better. <laughs> and really, no, you could you could go for second best because I consider my games to be tied for first. You know, second best <laughs> is fine. No, I, I've um, you know, and, and you know, since I'm back to being a uh, not unemployed piece of shit. <clears throat> uh, having moved back from Korea. I'm no longer living in Korea. Last time I think I was on the show, I was still in Korea, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am now back in the U.S. Uh, doing stuff. Uh, came back, didn't do anything for a few couple months. Really, well, only about three months. And uh, since then, I've... Uh, I'm saying uh, a lot. I've uh, actually become a full-time professional developer working for a company that's... Uh, a fair commute away from where we live, but uh, I'm doing commercial app development now, and and not uh, you know just doing stuff on my own, unlike before. And I have come to realize just how massively time consuming that is, and you know uh, that's fine. I I really enjoy it. I just don't have as much time, to, and I certainly don't have enough time to do game development like I was doing. But uh, I'm finding you know little pockets of time here and there to throw down some code towards a game I'd like to eventually release. So I mean we've. The place that you're at, how is it like nine till five or is it nine Actually, till you finish? Eight thirty to five. It's uh, it's it, no, I mean, really, uh, my my new company is amazing. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names here, you know, oh, no, privacy no, no. concerns. Yeah. But no, my new company is amazing. Um, I'm on a small team of two other full time iOS app developers, and we have a uh, one Android developer on staff who takes care of pretty much everything Android related. Um, and, uh, you know, it's we, app development is not the only thing we do. We have a team of designers and, uh, not just well, designers and advertisers and marketers and SEO guys where we, I mean, it's a full time, it, it's more than just an app development firm. It's, it's, I would point it more towards design and, and advertising really. So it, uh, you know, we do a lot of stuff for a lot of, uh, a lot of different corporations and, and even government entities, uh, to a lesser extent, I guess keeps your fingers in other things rather than just the development that you're used to right and and i'll say this like uh you know i didn't i didn't go to the school for computer science um i i do have you know two degrees and uh but but neither of them are in computer science and uh i have learned more out of just in in the last say two months of working for this company than i think i did in a year of studying on my own um or working on my own as as an independent you know developer um and it's just that you know i'm it's it's a matter of we need these features for our app and you've got to put them in and they just you know they, the, the words make it happen are something <laughs> i hear pretty often so uh you know it's 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 actually been a really great experience as far they could have nicked the quotes from star trek though Make it so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, it's just more long lines of get your ass back to work, Justin. But the, you know, the, you know, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. Do the higher ups have a sense of humor? Or is it very sterile? 
Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, here's the thing. This company is like, it's 25 some odd years old, but like, it's not, it, it has a very startup feel, very startup feel. So, I mean, it's a big open office plan. You've got music pumping through the PA all the time. They've got, you know, they've got a, a fridge full of beverages of all types and whatever you want. Snacks, sitting out, fruit, you know, you can eat and drink yourself to death if you're really interested in doing so. It's, it's, it's really great in that, in that sense. Uh, it is not by any means your typical, uh, you know, office job. I don't even, I mean, I, I don't even really have an office. I have a, a desk and a pod and it's a standing desk. So it's pretty, you know, it's really open in terms of uh, layout and, and, and everyone there is really chill. And my boss is, uh, our CEO actually went to the same university I did. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. But no, I wouldn't call it uh, by any means, uh, you know, a, st- a stuffy environment. No way, not at all. Because I, I mean, I only bring it up because I remember a few weeks, or maybe a month after you started there, there was a tweet sent out from the company where you work saying, <laughs> welcome to our new employee or something. Yeah, actually, um, that was about a month after I started. And uh, what it was is our 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 the lady who does our press releases was on vacation. <laughs> so yeah, they, uh, they did, they did give, uh, you know, publish a press release that, uh, hey, expanding art. I just said the name of the company. That doesn't mean anyway, if you find can, my Twitter, I can, feed, I can bleep it. I can bleep it. Thank you. That would be fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, Hey, we're expanding our, our app development team. And then they gave you this, this thing. And, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, it was really weird. Um, having, did, a, did you see my reply release. to it? Something about me being beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> they, they never retweeted <laughs> it. <laughs> they never retweeted it. <laughs> That's why I thought, oh, maybe they're a bit more professional. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, our our social media manager probably just missed it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it happens. It happens. Let's see here. I think it's even still up on the main page of you. Yeah. <laughs> We, we 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 focus more on our Facebook page rather than our our Twitter feed. So the fact that it's the number five tweet on our particular page is a uh, well, that's a thing. But uh, yeah, if you go to our, tw- our our Twitter feed, they do kind of call them. It's called a global marketing agency, which yeah, that it, uh, that's accurate. Yeah, but uh, so I uh, you know I've been doing that. I'm about to push um, a new commercial app to production on Wednesday. And uh, that's a thing. It'll be my first solo developed, uh, you know, commercial app other than, you know, my own stuff. Is it something that we gamers should be interested in or is it something that's just going to fly by us? Um, I will say this. If you don't live in the specific area in which that app applies to, it is literally useless. However, if you have small children at home, if, if you are a gamer with a small child at home, then yes, this app could very well have some relevancy. Relevancy? Relevance. We'll go with relevance. <laughs> so um, it, there is a game in the app, but it is a spelling word game. So not the kind of game that I think that you'd be interested in, David. On the other hand, I don't know. I know, don't people... know what you talk about. We English speak well. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I are too talk good American, talk good right, speak America. <laughs> America. Um, but there is a spelling game, so yeah, there 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 is some uh, there. If again, if you got and there there are videos that uh, 
that will read to the children, um, you know, popular children's books here in the States. So if you've got, uh, you know, again, if you've got a, a, a young child at home, this would be uh, a little app that uh, they would, uh, they would certainly find some use for, uh, you know, if only because, you know, Hey, free videos to keep the kids quiet <laughs> or something along those lines. So have you actually had time to play any games or is it just literally head down? Okay. Well, I mean, I still, I, I, I'm playing some Hearthstone with my coworkers and um, I, I, I played more often with, uh, I played our Android guy and he just, just curb stomped me. It, it, it was, it was ugly. It was ugly. I never got into that. Yeah, I, I know you didn't, and that's really disappointing because it's awesome. Um, and uh, let's see. So, and I and I still log into Warcraft. I probably need to do that because I, you know, basically I just do the garrison stuff to make money and buy tokens, keep my account active. Basically, it's I don't really have a whole lot to do right now, and that's kind of the big problem with that expansion pack is uh, you do run out of things to do if you don't. Unless you... I've I've got a question about World of Warcraft. Sure, sure. If I was to set an account up and I'm on the European Warcraft mm. War Net or whatever it's called. Battle.net, yeah. Would I be able to play against you or would I only be able to play against other European players? Only other EU players. You'd have to set up on the US server to, play, to get to join my realm. That's a pile of crap. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Warcraft predates... Battle.net as we see it today. Everything else, Diablo 3, StarCraft 2, Hearthstone, Heroes, and Overwatch are all post-Battle.net. So Warcraft is highly segmented by region. It's just because it's just that old, right? It's unfortunate because, I mean, like, I, I would love to play like on the Korean servers, for example, or have Koreans play on my... or vice versa. Uh, and it's just not happening. I mean, I could understand... Signing up to a your regional server sort of thing, mm-hmm. but you you should be able to play against other regions, right? Yeah, it's that's really disappointing. It's just not ha- it's just not a thing right now. Maybe they'll fix it. I mean, there's been talk of rumors anyway of, of that problem being fixed in the future, and that'd be fantastic if that was if that were the case. I mean, that would be there's no reason anymore to segment the servers by region. No reason at all. It might just be the fact, same as like with PlayStation, like the fact that everyone's moaning, saying we need to be able to change our names that like you can on the Xbox. Like on the Xbox, you basically sort of pay them like $20 and then you get you can change your actual username on the system. But on the PlayStation, they're like, yeah, we didn't think that far ahead in the PSN network's Say six different things all slammed together, and if one thing changes, it breaks the other five. I don't know. Yeah, and then it could be something along those lines. I, I, I imagine that is possible. Sure. Because like, if it, it's been like that old, so I think it, they'll have put other bits in at different times. And well, and, and yeah, that's the thing because Warcraft predates Battle.net as we know it. Uh, there are a lot of things. That, I mean, I imagine it's probably just shoehorned into the system as it is. I mean, remember, this is a game. That was released in late 2004. Okay, this is an old ass game by any by any stretch or of, of, of the imagination or, or definition. So sure, I mean that's the, I, I imagine there's probably a very similar issue going on. 
So, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but eh. It's, I mean, I'm not the developer <laughs> of Battle.net. <laughs> and, I'm at, and I like to think that it's, it's not, you know, something that can't be fixed in time. But, you know, in, in, in software development, you've always got to think about, well, what do you want versus how much time do you have to do it? Versus, you know, I mean, if you look at like, say, you only have so many developers and there's only so many things that these guys can do at any given time. And if you want to push new features, new features means, especially in an old product like this, that sometimes you have to sacrifice fixing old things, right? So you have to choose, you have to, there's a very delicate balance between what can you do right now versus what can you, what do you need to do down the road and what do, you know, what, what do your, what do your customers want? Like, you know, um, so there was that big, um, issue with the, with the, with the world of Warcraft private servers. I mean, did you, did you catch wind of that whole kerfluffle? No, no, no. Okay. So <laughs> I'll explain that real quick then. And then, I'm, cause I've got a point to this. So basically there's a group, actually they were over somewhere in Europe that were running a uh, private, what we call vanilla server, which is uh, a private server that ran the original release copy of Warcraft. Okay. It was uh, and didn't have any expansions at all. So it was it was all the content leading up to the Burning Crusade, which was in two thousand six. So basically, this is the original version of the game without any expansions. Okay, and this server had somewhere in the range of eight hundred thousand to a million users, and uh, Blizzard sent them a cease and desist order, and um, they threatened to sue. Basically, and. Um, People are pissed because, you know, they want that experience, apparently. And, and Blizzard says they don't want it. And, well, yeah, we do. And it's just one big back and forth of what they people think they want versus what Blizzard's willing to provide. And here's the thing. Um, I, and I know I'm going to sound like an establishment guy here. And, and anyone listening to this to me, you know, talk about this and who's familiar with the situation. I am for Blizzard in this situation for a couple of reasons. And I know someone who's, who's listening to this who's, who's not with Blizzard is just like, what? I'm turning this shit off because this guy's clearly wrong already. Well, no, listen, hear, hear me out. And, and here, here's the thing. Number one, as a content creator, IP, intellectual property, is, is you know, that's money, right? I mean, David, you, you know well, just as well as I do that intellectual property equal money. Very simple equation, right? Unless it's a bad game. Unless it's a bad game. It's still, it's still being the same. <laughs> um, so... What these guys were doing is, in order to make the server run, in order for the server to work, they would have to use elements of the Warcraft client. They're using Blizzard's proprietary intellectual property in a way that it was not that the end users were not licensed to use it, or in such a way. And that alone turns me off to the idea, because they're taking material that is protected, that does require license to use and does require license to download. You don't own that Warcraft client, even if it's on your personal machine, you don't own it. And that alone was reason enough for me. However, at the same time, I recognize that people want that old experience, and, 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 and I'm the type of guy that, that will cut the fat as quickly as possible. I, I think that a lot of people, whether they recognize it or not, and maybe I'm, I'm painting a, with a broad brush here, but I think there are a lot of people out there or at least a lot of people who are who were members of the service, who 
looked at things in a way that I just, I don't think I can. And that is with nostalgia glasses. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love nostalgia, but I love moving on and I love moving on towards new things. And uh, when I think about the quality of life improvements alone that Blizzard has added in in recent expansions past the original vanilla servers, uh, I cannot go back to that. I've, I've done the 1 to 60 grind in, in, in the first iteration of those servers, and I do not want to do it again. No fucking way would I do that again. You want to talk about a, poor, a, a, a terrible experience, that would be one of them. Without a doubt, that would be one of them. So I think... The, the IP thing alone, couple that with my desire to, you know, play as much cutting-edge content as possible and remember the old stuff fondly, but I don't want to go back and play it. That's why I'm on Blizzard's side. I mean, and again, you know, I'm not wrong. I'm not right. You're not wrong. You're not right. Because at the end of the day, what, what really matters is uh, Blizzard was in the right by telling them to stop. The law is on their side. And that's just the way it is. And like it or not, rule of law is what keeps society ticking. And I like society. So go ahead, call me a, uh, you know, pro-establishment zombie or whatever. You know, go ahead. But that's, that's you know, got to follow the rules to some extent or else, well, nobody gets anywhere. That's my rant for the day. I always have a rant on this show. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I do get it because even... Like a normal sort of game you buy on the PlayStation 4, even that disc actually says on it, you do not own the, the nope. rights to the, you know, basically. So as soon as you put it into your PlayStation, they can modify it in any ways they want. Yeah, I mean, you don't own that license. And what these guys were doing was they were taking software that, and using it in, in a way that was outside the license. And that's just, uh, I'm sorry, but, you know. Contracts exist for a reason. So I think I'm the word that's that. piracy. Well, I don't know if Blizzard necessarily went that far to call it piracy. Um, but he's been able to play something that you shouldn't be able to sort of play. So. Well, and people are coming down in Blizzard saying, well, just give us what we want. We're the customers. And, and Blizzard said, you don't want that. You think you do, but you don't. That's the famous quote, right? And... Uh, I, I, I kind of feel like that. That's true. Because like if, if a Blizzard were to go out and release a vanilla server, a different version of, the, of a separate world from World of Warcraft that was based off the original game without any expansions, you know, I don't think it would be that popular. I think it would be at first because it would be the newness aspect. Like, oh, Blizzard finally gave us what we want. But then a year later, where's that server going to be? What's the population of the active daily population of that server going to be in a year after it's out, right? Because you can't just think about this of what what you're going to get right now. You got to think about the long term, and where's that server going to be in a year, or two years, or three years, if all they're doing is maintaining legacy code. I think the I only think way that I'd have a chance is if it went like free to play. Right, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I think people want it to be free too. They want they 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 want their cake. They want to eat it, and then they want someone else's cake at the same time. Right. I mean, Blizzard wouldn't do that server for free. That's for fucking sure. Guaranteed, they would do that for free. Number one. Number two, why would anyone want to play the same game that has a cap on content for years and years and years and years and years? I mean, that's the whole point. That's the whole allure, if you will, of, of, an, of an MMORPG, of an online massively multiplayer you know, uh, role-playing game. 
is that you are getting new content periodically. The game is always evolving. It's always changing. Mind you, sometimes not as quickly as you want it to, but it is changing over time. Why would you want to go back and sit effectively in a room that has a limited number of things you can do and never go beyond that? When there's a whole house full of other rooms you could go and explore and new add-ons being built all the time. Or new wings of the house, so to speak. It just doesn't make any sense in my mind. No, I mean, to be fair, a lot of the stuff about World of Warcraft doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, that's that's largely why I think MMORPGs aren't very popular anymore. It's not a matter of the game genre is, is, is a problem with that. I think that's the issue. I think it's just players have evolved and player demands have evolved. And games like, you know, Dota and, uh, and League of Legends and, and Heroes of the Storm, even Hearthstone, which has... Many tens of millions of players, more than Warcraft, despite being part of the Warcraft universe. Um, you know, people are, I think, they want more than what an MMORPG is able to provide. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean, I think, to me, though, the biggest issue is, if it, was, if it launched as a free-to-play game, and then they wanted to do updates, then I wouldn't mind paying £5 for, like, an update or something. But charging... I don't know if it's like ten pound, twenty dollars, fifteen dollars, something like that a month. It's whatever to play the game is in space money. So it's about twelve quid then. So charging twelve, twelve pound hmm. a month to play the game, and then every six months or so charging twenty, thirty pound for an expansion. <laughs> sort of I wish our expansions expansions were every thirty, you know, six months or so. <laughs> Wait, try eighteen you, to twenty-four months. Do you know what I mean? It's I think. If you're charging per month, those expansion packs should be with, included within the the fees. Well, to be fair, I mean, I haven't paid for the game in nigh on a year at this point since I've been buying tokens with gold because I, uh, I'm kind of a big deal on my server. I've got a few <laughs> hundred thousand pieces of gold just sitting around collecting dust. So I spent it on game tokens. So there, you can play for free if you play, if that makes any sense. I think the now the user base is falling, though, isn't it? Quite. Uh, I would say about six million players worldwide. Six million players stable worldwide. That's at the, at the last earnings call. If it still, wasn't it up at one point at about fifteen million? Uh, it peaked at twelve. Yeah, so it's. Like I mean, half. look at it this way: six million players worldwide playing a game that is now over ten years old, and paying you monthly. Say that. Listen, I'm, but, I'm just saying, if you think about it, that's still a hell of an accomplishment because A, World of Warcraft is still the largest MMORPG by user base in the world, bar none. Number two, this game is old as shit in terms of video game years. I mean, one a year old video game these days might as well be a decade old in and of itself. And to still have that many players worldwide paying, I mean, that's, you know, I feel like that's, some, uh, that's worth some kind of mention. But you say people paying is a big thing, but I signed up to the EA Access thing for my Xbox One so I could play EA games for like £5 a month and you get like all the brand new games. You get like a 10-hour free trial of the new games. So that was enough to play them so I could talk about them on the podcast. Yeah. I've not touched my Xbox One in about six months and I just remembered last month to cancel the service. Well, here's the thing. I mean... In the grand scheme of things, if you're paying for a service, whether or not you use it is absolutely irrelevant to the bottom line of the company providing service. Yeah, they the service. don't care. They just 
No, well, because they can, they can still put you under the column of paying users. Yeah. Because that doesn't matter. And, and to suggest that there are people doing that, of course, of course there are people doing that. But, I mean, you can't, there's no way to, I mean, there's no easy way without looking at Blizzard's records to quantify that. Right? And so, I mean, it's kind of a moot point in that regard. No, yeah, I'm not having a go at them. I'm just saying I bet there's a few people that... Oh, you want to go? You want to go? Let's have a go at this. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I get that. I get that. So, I mean, but again, those are numbers that Blizzard doesn't have to release. And so they don't. I mean, no company really likes to talk about numbers. Unless, unless they're winning like Sony. Right. Unless they're winning like Sony. And even then, they're going to cherry pick. Even the winners cherry pick. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to tell what they need. They're going to tell the shareholders what they need to tell the shareholders to keep the shareholders happy and keep them as shareholders. So beyond that, eh, my thoughts on the matter is if you are, 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 my thoughts are pretty simple. You know, if you want to play, if you like a game, play it. If it has a monthly fee and you don't mind the monthly fee and you still want to play it, play it. If you mind the monthly fee, don't play it. Simple as that. I mean, I wouldn't continue to play Warcraft if I didn't enjoy it to some degree. Well, that was a great segue there about games you don't enjoy. I mm. had a quick go at the Battleborn open beta. Oh, how was it? I was shite. Oh, uh, you're not the first person. I, I, I've read about some other reviews that have been a little less than, uh, you know, thrilled about Well, I mean, it kind of reminded me of Borderlands, the way the character moves. Really? But the backgrounds and the characters don't look as interesting. Hmm. You wouldn't say the product might have been rushed to market, would you? I think that this was probably the engine they were going to use for Borderlands 3, then decided we'll just chuck something else on and just get it out as quick as I can. Hmm. Well, that's disappointing. But, I mean, it's just the open beta, so it's probably like six-month-old code that they're just testing out. Uh, yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, any like most beta tests are usually... I mean, okay, well, I mean, I can't speak for, you know, a lot of other companies, but I know that in my work, the, the, the software that I send out to beta test to my users um, is roughly three or four builds behind what I'm actually working on. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true for this week's Gears of War 4 beta. And I think it was true for Halo 5, because that was basically a full year before that game came out. Sure. But these games like Battleborn and Doom, where the games are due out in like two weeks, and the beta's out now, it's like, I think this is just a glorified demo. But they're just putting the name beta on because people like the word. Because I think they're getting something they shouldn't be playing. People do like the word beta, that's true. And not beta instead of beta. You and your space words. I, I pronounce words how they're spelt. <laughs> yeah, with space pronunciation. It's like aluminium. It's not al- aluminum. Um, Actually, it's both. I remember when I was about 10 watching Home Improvements and it was putting the aluminum sheeting up on the roof and i was thinking i've never heard of that space age metal <laughs> baffled no, there's me. a reason for that there's there's a reason for that uh hold on i, go, I, go look this up. <laughs> I remember there's a reason for this 
Uh, there it is. It all began with a British chemist named Sir Humphrey Davy, and he came, he coined the word aluminum in 1808, and then he but then he referred to it again in 1812 as aluminium. So he, the guy who who came up with the word used both, and both pronunciations are considered correct. So suck it, spaceman. <laughs> and the next game that I've played on PS4, I got sent a copy to review, so I'm not going to go into any details because I'm still in the early stages of playing it. But it's the MXGP2, so like a motocross dirt bike racing game. Hmm. You know, I haven't played a, um, a, a dirt bike racing game that I've liked since Excite Bike. Was that Excite Bike 64? No, no, no. Oh, that was I good. Mean, like, I love that game. Excite Bike. You know, the original 8 bit Excite Bike. Do, 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 do. You know, and really, it wasn't the game that I liked as much so much as the level builder where you could build your own track. That was awesome. No, I hate games with level builders. No! Why you, should I do the oh, job yeah. the developer should have done? Because it's awesome. <laughs> that's right, Nintendo wasn't very big over there in space Europe. So, I mean, like, if you live in a country that's not in space, like the US, we had Nintendo, and Excite Bike was a standard. And look where that's got you now. Domination by Sony. Hey, you know... To be fair, their cameras are mediocre. <laughs> oh, <laughs> low blow, shots fired. Actually, it's not true. Most phones use Sony cameras. So really, it's not accurate at all to say their phone, their cameras are mediocre. <sighs> so yeah, the MXGP2, I tell you, it's at the moment, it's looking to be either a two or a three star game. Hmm. It's not great. It's better than Battleborn, well, but... <laughs> and that's saying quite a bit if it's better than Battleborn. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that's not saying much at all because Battleborn is kind of garbage. So, no, it's not saying much at all. That's like saying, you know what? I prefer not getting punched in the face over getting punched in the face. I mean, that's a given. I don't know. It might straighten out the nose. Oh, well, uh, you know, take care of this. You want to take us outside? I'll have a go. <laughs> so I but, think uh, that is all I've been playing so should we just quickly go into some news yeah let's do it now I've just quickly brought some things out and we're just going to talk about it for a few minutes and then we'll go home because I'm tired <laughs> fair enough fly through space, rescue cats score big points download Per Rocket for free today visit www.perrocket.com and now, it's this week's news with One Up Gaming! This sort of month is the fifth anniversary of the PSN outage. We, um, anniversaries are for good things. <laughs> In a way, this probably has made Sony what they are today. You know, we've given the free games each month, changing everything, and just making them a lot more humble. Hmm. So you're saying in the long run that the outage was a good thing? Yeah. 
I think because I if they kept with the same sort of strategy they had when they launched the PlayStation Three, mm-hmm. say it's six hundred dollars, get two jobs, you know, which is what the president actually said. <laughs> Did he really say that? He actually said it's that good. You'll get two jobs. Hold on. Holy shit. You weren't kidding. <laughs> so, and I think they were... Ken Kudaragi said, uh, for consumers to think, for consumers to think themselves, I will work more hours to buy one. We want people to feel that they want it introspective of anything else. Get it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you were kidding. No. <laughs> huh. People say a lot of things and they think, oh, shit. But yeah, that's. I think that after that happened, they, after the month went through, and then they worked out because there was a lot of anger because they weren't being told what was happening during that month. And then after the month was over and it was fixed, when they went on to, I think it was in Japan, they had a, like a press conference. And they actually bowed on stage for about 40 seconds with their heads bowed. Then they said mm. for the heads of the Japanese company to do that, that signifies, you know, like how sorry they are. Whereas to us Americans say, just tell us what's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'd say apologies are nice, but to be as tight-lipped about it as they were, I mean. I mean, do you lot- know what actually happened? Um, So I was actually in Asia at the time, but I don't really play consoles, so I wasn't paying attention. I mean, basically what happened was they were, they met the PSN network and everything, but there was one guy sort of who did the security and he forgot to really add any security whatsoever to it. Oh yeah. And they, 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 uh, they discovered a whole bunch of shitty things about the company too. I don't think that was at that time. This was oh, was just, it later on the road then? Yeah, that was because Sony were making that... Oh, God, what's his name? The North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un. They were making that comedy movie about him. Oh, where, yeah. And once North Korea got the wind of that, they got... North Korea actually got their hackers to hack into Sony... Allegedly. Get, it was never proven the North Koreans did that. Oh, they sort of said the IPs led straight to an office in North Korea. Yeah, but, that could be that could be yeah. faked. But basically, they just stole Sony's entire winter movie lineup and released them on file share sites. <laughs> well, I mean, as I recall, um, Sony was using like bubblegum and paper clips or security on all fronts, so... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was going to take too... I don't think it was going to be that difficult to, you know, get... It, at the time, I don't think it was going to be that difficult to get past it. <laughs> no, but... It's still... It's... I mean, I don't know about you, but... For the simple ease of things, I've got all my details, credit cards, or whatever, on the system, so you just click buy, and it automatically buys. Sure. Because on my Wii U, this is why one of the reasons why I don't use it at all. You have to put all your details in, and then you have to set up like a password. And every time you go to buy something, you have to 
go, yes, I'm sure I want to buy. Yes, I'm sure that that card. Yes, I'm sure buy. And it comes up and asks for your password. But because I only turn it on once every six months, it's like, oh, what the hell is that password? And I can't be asked to reset well, it every no, time. But and... here's the thing. Like, the Wii U is more likely to be used by younger children than, say, yeah, an yeah. Xbox or a PlayStation. So, I mean, Nintendo knows who their audience is. So they're, they're dealing with that accordingly. I get that. I mean, in a way, I think the iPhone's got it perfect. I think from now on, all consoles should have like a little tiny fingerprint sensor, you know, built on the back of a Missima. Oh, yeah. So, so you just click uh, yes, buy. Two, two things. Do you use Apple Pay on your phone over there? Does your bank support Apple Pay in the, in, in the UK? My bank doesn't. Okay. So not yet anyway. Yeah. I think actually it might do now. Uh, uh, Last time I tried to add it, it said it's not su- supported. They were looking to do it in the first half of this year. So it might be now. Yeah, because I know they've added a whole pile of UK banks over there. Your brother uses it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I'll tell you this. I, 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 if I can use a touchless payment, I will any time. Because the merchant never sees your real card number with either Apple Pay or Google Wallet, or whatever you want to use, you know, Samsung Pay, whatever. The merchant doesn't see your actual number at that point. Huge fan of that stuff. Mm. So if, for example, their system is compromised, whoever compromised the system would get a one-time use number that is useless, which I really like. From what I can gather, America, they're still quite behind in all this. Because I think they've just gone nationwide or made it a legal precedent to be like chip and sign or pin and sign. So basically you put your card in. And you get you sign the receipt that comes out. Although we're we're switching over to chip and pins, you. And so yeah, we we've had the chip and pin for about four or five years. Yeah, but I will say this: I have very little difficulty using touchless payments here, mm. Apple Pay in my case. But it, I mean, if it if Apple Pay works, and then Google Pay or Samsung Pay and Google Wallet are going to work the same. I might look um, into that because it. But I think. In the UK, at least, we can, I think we can only spend up to, I don't know if it's 20 or £30 pound at a time. Yeah, you've got a limitation, whereas I could just spend, I could go willy-nilly. Mm. But since it's, it's attached to Touch ID, I don't mind, because no one's going to really use it except for me. Yeah. But as I, said, I think that's, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think a touch sensor would be that expensive to add to a controller. No, not anymore. They just have to find one that works well. Um. That's that's the trick is finding one that works well. But I mean, I'm sure like HTC or Samsung they license it to them. Mm-hmm. Well, so actually, Samsung doesn't even own their own fingerprint tech; they license it from another company. But yeah, there you go. So, and I mean, you imagine just having, Apple. Like, Apple bought the company that makes their that uh, designed their touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But then again, I think Apple do that a lot, don't they? Uh it's not just Apple; it's Microsoft, it's oh, yeah, Samsung, yeah. it's it's everybody. We it's like Google, that. You know, we'll have it. Yeah. Well, the, if you buy the, the company that has the tech, that, <laughs> if you buy a company that has popular tech, that means that you get to decide who license it or mm. if they license it at all. It makes sense. Yeah. So I think bad at the time, but five years later, I think Sony have got away with a hell of a lot from mm-hmm. that. I think they should have been held a lot more accountable for what happened. Oh, I agree. I agree. But, and 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 I think Sony eventually realized that just saying, oh, I'm sorry, isn't enough. <laughs> right? It was never going to be enough. Yeah. But so. it just goes to show how sharp people's memories are. 
No, it's true. I agree. I agree. Anyway, what else? Anything else in the news? I've got a couple. One that I'll just mention, but I've okay. I've been that busy. I've not even watched it. The Titanfall two trailer dropped. I have not watched it. I have no comment. I've just heard it's got big robots and one's got a sword. Ooh. So it could be like mechs fighting with swords. All right, here it is. Let's see here. Keep talking. I'm watching. I, I would talk, but that's basically all I've got about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. I know it's going to come out on every system. So PS4, Xbox One and PC. And I tell you, I know when Titanfall came out, they sort of said, oh, it was dead on arrival because it didn't come out on all platforms. But I don't believe that. It still came out on 360, which had like 80 million units. It still came out on the Xbox One, which had at the time like 2 million. It still came out on PC, which had hundreds of, or 2 billion. You know, so just adding it to like another, like a PlayStation 4 and the PS3, I don't think it'd have... And I mean, everyone says how bad the game did, but it still sold over 10 million units. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, this, the, the, the minimum requirement of, of not do shitty in the market anymore is insane. Like, something could sell, like, 5, 6 million, you know, 10 million, 15 million copies. Like, oh, it did mediocre. Like, it's amazing how high that bar has become, you know? Think about a game selling 10 million units 10 years ago. That would have been like a huge success. Wait, I mean, look or at two Final, million units even. Look at Final Fantasy. Then Final Fantasy fifteen. The rumors have come <sighs> out saying that if it doesn't sell ten million units, it's gonna, you know, like have cost them loads of money. Well, it has to send t- sell ten million just to break even. I yeah, development costs are. That's a problem. But I wonder if that includes the the animated movie and the anime series. Mm, that is a very good question. Um, animated movie? Not that's very sure expensive. That's a good idea. Uh, I'm one of the only people to say I actually liked Spirits Within. But I think it's because it was nothing to do. It had nothing to do with Final Fantasy. <laughs> I liked it too. What are you talking about? Oh, no. The general opinion is that it's it was a trash. Well, it's because it's hard to you know. It doesn't. Final Fantasy doesn't have a single cohesive storyline to, to to work off of. They got with it, you know. Yeah, I mean, every game's different. Yeah, everything is different, and so that's what we got. We got something that was different. Yeah. So I mean. I thought it was a good, well-made, thought-provoking sci-fi sort of movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think that might have been the problem. It was too much thinking, not enough action. Well, I mean, again, it's just a matter of when you don't have a single cohesive story. I think people would have probably, you know, maybe appreciated it more if it had some type of cohesive storyline to work with, but... I mean, did you ever watch the the animated movie, the Final Fantasy VII one, whatever it was called? Advent Children? Of course. Yes. I bought it. Absolutely. I, I tried watching it, and I, I managed about 10 minutes, and it was just all loud bangs and lights flashing, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not watching this. 
Well, but that got loads of great reviews because it was like, oh, it's Final Fantasy, like you know it, right? But I guess because I had no affiliation with any of those characters, it was like meh. But I guess if if you like those characters, you'll enjoy seeing them on the adventure, right? And and that's the thing, like I get that. I I enjoyed it because I enjoyed Final Fantasy VII quite a bit. I mean, I don't know if you saw it or not, but I actually bought the Final Fantasy VII, the PC sort of part, and I put a video up of me playing it for about an hour, and I actually quite enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Hmm. It's a lot better than the new demo that came up for Final Fantasy XV. Well, I actually... To be fair, I stopped playing Final Fantasy games after nine. I mean, I guess I have nothing to say in that regard. I really, I think it was nine. I really liked. Nine was good. It wasn't but, perfect, but it was actually really good. I mean, for what it was. I th- my biggest gripe with the whole Final Fantasy is everyone, and I mean everyone, goes on about Final Fantasy seven, but eight and nine were so much better. <laughs> I don't know about eight being better. Oh, I think seven was overhyped beyond belief. Eight was good, but I, I wouldn't call I wouldn't call it uh, better than seven. It was good though. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not going to say it was bad. It wasn't. It was amazing. It just wasn't as good as say seven. The only thing I'll say about seven is the setting is probably the best setting I've seen for that sort of game, like a futuristic mm. sci-fi sort of thing. It helps bring other people in that aren't used to all the little elves and pixies sort of tweed design, sort of, you know, the normal role-playing game sort of design. Mm-hmm. You know, so that probably helps, especially in America, you know, when it came across, you know, they saw that and thought, wow. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, because uh, what's, what, what it was at the time was amazing. But if you look back now, just... Uh... <laughs> Man, <laughs> but I mean, and, and, but at least they finally brought it to like to fi- to finally brought it to cell phones, for example. Um, God, I'm so happy about that. I, I have Final Fantasy VII on my phone, and it's amazing. What size memory do you have on your phone? You mean how uh, the the size of my? I, I just use a 16 gig. How the hell can you get anything on that phone? I'm really conservative. I, what I install. I, I can't even get any updates on my phone to work. It just says you've got well, like, no memory. What do, you, what do you uh what do you have on your phone? Right, what I've got on my phone. I've got Now TV, Netflix, a TV player, Facebook, Twitter, Skype, Twitch. I have my podcasts, I have a radio player, Spotify, play music with one album. I've got me Xbox One app, YouTube. I've got Sky Sports, Football, BBC Sport. I've got the Fiverr app, my Workday app, Etsy. All right. So there's a little trick. What you can do, and this is a weird one, go into the uh, iTunes store. We're going to have a little little tech yep. session here, right? Go to the Absol- iTunes store and find. go to the movie section and I'll find something to, you, that you can rent, like the, like, you know, that costs like 99 cents or whatever your equivalent in space money is. Uh, and something you know that's too big to download on your phone, and try and rent it. Like, put your finger on. How do on, you on rent? The... Is it you just click on it and it'll have an option? Yeah, it'll have an option for rental or, or purchase. So, how would you find cheap ones? I don't know. You just got to look around. Anyway, you're not going to do it. You're not going to rent it. 
Okay. What's going to happen is you're going to try and rent it, but your phone won't have... Make sure you're connected to Wi-Fi in, in, in this case because it's not going to work without it. And when you try and rent it, it's going to say, not enough space available, and it's going to pop up a UI alert controller that says OK or settings. Hit settings and watch how much free space pops up on your phone. It's going to clear out a whole bunch of, of application caches and probably open up a gigabyte or more. Right. That sounds pretty cool. Because what it does is apps cache a bunch of shit and iOS doesn't necessarily have to clear that cache. Can't I just go to manage storage and... Nope. Nope. Won't work it, like that. It says I've got 251 megabytes left. Perfect. Then you should be able to do this just fine. Find something to rent, uh, you know, for like uh, whatever your equivalent to a, a dollar is or not space money. So it's 79 pence. Sure, something like that. So you basically just click on it, click... Oh, they're all just buy. I don't want to buy. Click on horror. There's always cheap horror crap. Uh, Jaws, that'd be cheap. Mm-hmm. Ooh, £3.49 to rent. Jaws, it's like 30 odd years old. Battle Royal, that'd be £3.49. Oh, they live, that was good. £3.49. Jesus Christ, these are all like $4. They're throwing £3.49. But again, you're not actually going to buy, or you're not actually going to rent. Yeah, but you're still going to pay for it. No, because it's not going to work. No, you, you pay for it before you download it, don't you? But if, it, if, it, if you can't download it, then you're fine. I don't know. I, I bought... I t- this is another thing that annoyed me. I, I was listening to someone talk about Doom RPG. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I remember that game on my old Java, Sony sort of phone. And I loved it. And I, I searched it on the Apple Store. Mm-hmm. And they had Doom RPG 2 on there. And I sort of bought it. It was only about 79 pence. Downloaded it. Went through all the options and stuff. It had like little mini games and graphic novels. And so I was going through all that. And then the time came to actually try and play the game. It just crashed straight back to the home screen. And I've Googled it. And it's like, yeah, they haven't updated it for the new iPhone sort of operating system. It doesn't work. So why is it still on the Apple Store then? Um, depreciated code ha- happens. <laughs> but yeah, that's annoying. So I mean, the last bit of news I've got is Leslie Benzi, who it's a man, it's not a girl. He was one of the lead directors or whatever of the Grand Theft Auto series. Mm-hmm. And he had a sabbatical for about six months or so. And basically... Rockstar Norths, or, well, I guess Take-Two is the owner of Rockstar. Uh, they basically said, yeah, he went for a sabbatical, and then he left the company. And he said... Oh, didn't they fire him at that time? Yeah. And now he's suing them for unclaimed, or, like, basically royalties for the, the game, for the Grand Theft Auto games, because he said he basically, because of him, the Grand Theft Auto is what it is. And right. he's suing him for $150 million. Got to start somewhere, I guess. But I think he's aimed high, and I think Take-Two will self- settle it out of court for maybe about between 50 and $70 million because that's still a lot of money. But when you think Grand Theft Auto V in day one sold $2 billion. Mm-hmm. So... They'll just here's seventy dollars, seventy million dollars. Here, just have it shut up. <laughs> Go away, little man. 
But yeah, that... then he'll use that to start his own gaming company. Blah 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 blah. We've heard the story before. <laughs> yeah. So that, my friends, has been the One Up Gaming podcast. It's just been about an hour long, so quite a quick one. I would just like to say, please visit our website at oneupgaming.co.uk. Please go to our Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. If you want to buy any T-shirts or mugs, then go to bluecyborg.com and search One Up Gaming. You can get 10% off. Uh, I always struggle with this one because it's got a UK before the code at UK. Customcontrollersuk.co.uk. It doesn't roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. That's okay, though. We still but like them. You can get a 10% discount by using the discount code 1UPGAMING, all one word. You can get 5% off at funstock.co.uk with the discount code 1UP, all one word. And we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Just go to our website and it's got the tabs at the top of the screen. It'll take you directly to those pages. If you do want to tweet to us, it's OUG official. Or you can email me directly at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. We have an official Twitch channel, which we'll have to start using again. Since mm-hmm. I've gone on tonight's shift, it's, there's no point streaming out at 7 o'clock in the morning. And it depends, because your 7 a.m. is like afternoon our time, you know, here in not space Europe. No, it'll be afternoon time for... Oh, wait, no, you're eight hours ahead. Yeah, so it'll be the Los Late Angeles night, yeah. that'll be... Like See, six living o'clock, in the future for so long is just, just terrible. I've got, I'm all, I'm all mixed up for having lived in the future for so long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and don't forget to check out audibletrial.com slash O-U-G to get your free Audible 30-day trial right now because uh, books are awesome. Books yeah. make people awesome. Books, books can make you more awesome. Oh, yeah. So basically... Ever wondered if you could ever possibly be, <laughs> be more awesome than you already are? Find out. AudibleTrial.com slash O-U-G. That's Are you finished selling your soul? <laughs> oh, I sold it years ago. I've got nothing to sell. I'm fine. <laughs> Good to go. So basically, this has been the One Up Gaming Podcast. Please subscribe to us and give five stars on iTunes. If anyone gives us positive feedback and leaves us a nice little message on the iTunes thingy, because I've had to switch hosts, so we've got no actual iTunes reviews anymore. Basically, if anyone leaves us that, leave your Twitter handle on it and I will contact you and I will send you out a free game. Either a Steam code or a PS4 or an Xbox One game. Oh, man. That's some serious stuff. Okay, yeah. You should probably do that. Even if you hate us, you can get a free game. So just, you know, FYI. And I hate us, so it's fine. Give me a free game. (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself, so... Yeah, I hate you too. (laughs) <laughs> so thank you justin that. it's been oh, thanks a for having me pleasure i'm just playing around with my recording software now because for some reason it hasn't filled the full box i've got a black border next to the screen and when i put the mouse near where the border is it's just du- duplicating the mouse cursor so it looks like it's snowing oh how festive yeah all right so so i got a roll okay thank you Goodbye, everyone. Back next week with our 150th special. Ooh, fancy. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, 
If you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.